Welcome to Wanja City. My name is Wanja City. You are now on board in Wanja City tour that the action tour, a trip through the letter by James in the New Testament. This is the final episode of this action series, and in it we will consider trust as we go through James 5. It packs a punch. I hope you're ready, because here we go again. Once more, you are in Wanja City, where we have more than audacity. We are Wanja City. James is back. Brother James, as I like to call him, and because we had in episode 1, was likely Jesus' half-brother. In episode 2, he had some sobering words for the rich, and he has some more for them in this episode. In our last episode, 3, he made us question our motives for wanting things, even those of us who do not consider ourselves rich in earthly possessions. And so now Brother James is back in this last chapter and episode of the action series with a warning for rich oppressors. That's how he begins chapter 5. He will go on to talk about patience and suffering, which will give those of us who have followed him from episode 1 of this series flashbacks to trials and perseverance, remember? He will finish this letter with some amazing statements about prayer of faith and give us evidence. Yes, that's the Brother James we have come to know of faith and action. Listen up, rich people. Start crying. Weep and wail because James says misery is about to find you. Why? Simply for being rich, you may be asking. No, of course not just for being rich. There are reasons why your wealth has rotted, moths have started eating your clothes, gold and silver are corroded, and all this hoarded wealth in these last days. You, rich oppressor, will cry because the cries of the workers who worked your land have reached God's ears. That's right, the cries of the workers have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. Those wages you fail to pay them, that is the reason for the upcoming tears, rich oppressors. How can you be here on earth, living in luxury, self-indulging, feasting, and just basically growing fat, as those who have worked suffer in lack? What's more, says James, you, rich oppressor, have condemned and murdered innocent men who weren't even opposing you. That's all James is saying. Do you see why James would be so tough with the oppressors? To those who oppress the weak workers to benefit themselves. The cries of the oppressed workers have gotten to the ears of God. You will weep. Next, Brother James advises patience until the Lord's coming. Yes, he's coming back. Jesus is... So be patient. According to James, the farmer is a great example of one who waits patiently for the land to yield its crop and for the rains. Another example is Job of old. We met Job in earlier episodes of Wondrosity when we were tracking wisdom. You can catch up on them right here if you haven't been following. Actually, just go ahead and listen to all the previous episodes and series if you can and if you haven't. Consider subscribing to stay updated on new episodes. It is good stuff even if I do say so myself. But okay, okay, focus. Brother James is referencing Job's perseverance and how God came through for him in the end because one, Job was patient. Have you ever heard of the patience of Job? Yeah, they get it from the Job of the Bible. The one James is talking about here and urging you emulate. And two, God came through for Job because that's who he is, our Lord, the one we are waiting for. He is full of compassion and mercy. 
In this portion, Brother James makes a case for patience like that of a farmer or of the prophets of old or of Job, who in the face of suffering spoke the name of the Lord and for that we consider them blessed for persevering. Yep, major episode 1 flashback here. James also adds, stop swearing by anything, not by anything in heaven or earth or by anything else. Let your yes be yes and your no no. That's in verse 12. It's an actual verse. We finally get to the last portion of this last episode in this action series and we conclude with prayer. Always a good place to close. It is not just any kind of prayer though. No, 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 no. If you've been following, James is all about, that's right, action. It is a prayer of faith, but he also gives us what we have come to expect from him. Evidence. Brother James, James has something for you to do in various situations. In trouble, pray. Happy, sing praise songs. Sick, call church leaders to pray for you and anoint you with, the, with oil in the Lord's name. P.S. By the way, James emphasizes that it is the prayer offered in faith that makes the sick person well. Do you want to be healed? Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, advises James. In verse 16, part B, it's famous. And I quote NIV, it says, The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. How does he conclude this? Elijah. For those of you who do not know, Elijah was this awesome Old Testament prophet who did some amazing things like this one that Brother James is quoting. So Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain for three and a half years, and it didn't. He prayed again, and it rained. <laughs> Whoa! And all this from a man just like her, says Joe. James. Sorry, Brother James wants no excuses for not taking action. There will be will be no excuses of, oh, Elijah was a prophet, a powerful one, so he could. No, I hear James say. A man just like us, or a person just like us. The only qualification I see is a righteous person, as per verse 16, part B. So, you see, James, who is consistent with the faith and action theme, tells us to, what to do in all these situations and then points us to real-life examples. Do you notice that whatever the situation, the remedy is to pray, in trouble or sickness, even in happy times there is praise, which is really another form of prayer. All in all, the prayer of faith seems James, and then in faith there will be action. Now, maybe we don't want famine drought count of prayers right now being made, but you do get the magnitude of prayer we're talking about here, right? Do you see what is possible when you pray? You can literally move heavens by prayer. Overall, I see a deeper message here. It is trust. James, in warning rich oppressors, is basically saying, don't trust in your wealth, it will end in tears. In suffering, he says, be patient like the farmer, or the prophet, or Job, and persevere. How can you hold on to the word, the name, and the promise of the Lord if you do not trust in him? And lastly, with the prayer of faith, Elijah must have had trust, which, as I understand it, is concrete, material, solid, real faith. Elijah must have had trusted that God would not let him down for him to make such bold prayers. Those were bold prayers. And that's trusting God, not in riches, not in your own timing as with a farmer, and not in your own ability. Can you shut and open heavens in your own might? That's a rhetorical question. I'm not waiting for an answer. So trust him who can.
James concludes chapter 5 by urging brotherly concern in turning others away from sin to salvation from death. He's a true brother. Brother James, I have learned a lot from this letter that demands my action. That's really the best way to honor the teachings of Brother James. Listen, believe, have faith, pray, act. That's do the word. Ultimately, trust God. And that concludes the action tour. It has been a practical one for me. I hope you have also picked up something to put to action. Some follow through to the faith from the word we have had. Let's practice it. Even if it is by simple prayer, it will grow to be a larger effective eventually. Thank you for joining me on this action tour. Let's meet again, if the Lord wills, right here on Wanjacity, where we have more than audacity. We are Wanjacity. And remember, a city on a hill cannot be hidden, so go forth and shine.